All right, welcome to episode 42 of Ask Alika. Bit of a special one today. Welcome, Jason. Hey. For those who don't know, Jason is the man behind these podcasts. Behind the scenes. Behind the scenes, helping yeah. us helping us produce it, put mm-hmm. it together, package it and send it out. Yeah. And you're here with me today, mate. Mm-hmm. Beth is not here, but all good. You're a worthy replacement. Thanks. Glad I made the cut. <laughs> we are going to talk about what have we learnt after 42 episodes. Yeah, almost a year. Man, that's a long time. Yeah. Pretty long time. I know. Pretty much 10 months. Yeah. Yeah. So, man, like, let's start from the beginning. Like, we started this, I think, in August or September or something like that. Yeah. And yeah. Um, didn't really know September what to think. expect. No, we didn't really have a clear goal. We were no. just like, let's podcast. <laughs> okay, cool. Let's do it. Gary V says we should do it. Yeah. Um, okay, well, let's talk about some of the kickoff challenges. Mm. So, at the start, kind of share with us, Jason, like, what were kind of some challenges that we had to overcome? I think the biggest challenge is because we had no clear, like our goal was to create a podcast, mm. but there was nowhere for it to go further to that. Yeah. So our challenge was to see what was working, how it was working, and then set a goal. Yeah, yeah. that's right. So, you know, we had to work closely together so I could understand your personality, your brand, how you speak mm. to make sure that's all married up with the end result of the podcast. And I reckon that, um, like you said, man, like, you know, we kind of had to start doing it before we could really develop the go- the objective. Yeah, we learned to ran- run before we learned to walk, I think. Yeah. But that's good. And like, we kind of had to. Yeah. That's why the first five episodes were super dodgy. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they were dodgy. I think they were just less refined of yeah. what we are now. But I'm glad. I'm, I'm all about, you know, just doing it, learning from it, and then refining, which we did. Yeah. But that's like anything. Yeah, like with anything. Yeah, and as an agency, if we didn't put ourselves through that trial and error process, we wouldn't be able to give like a refined product to a client, no matter it's like SEO, SEM, Facebook, podcasts, social, everything. Yeah. Yeah, and now we really, well, I really feel we know what we're doing. Um, So, and one of the objectives that I created out of the first maybe 10 episodes, it started to become more clear, is was to be in the ear of every professional in yep. Perth, which yep. we're on the way of doing. Yeah, I definitely think so. So, that's the goal Yeah. Um, in a nutshell. I know there's a lot of noise around us. Like, people are listening. Mm. People are t- noticing. Yeah. Which is what we want. It's great brand. Yeah. 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 Cool, cool, cool. So, was it easy to understand my brand, my personal brand, my personality? <laughs> yeah. Looking back on it, it was very simple retrospectively. At the time, I was like, whoa, how are we going to get this onto paper? And then yeah. make it come through in like a punchy way that's not wasted. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I think the challenges we had were like language. Yeah. Like it's, I like to push the boundary with language and so do you. But it took us a long time to realize we both yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, which is silly because we pretty much, now that we're like, we work so closely, it's so simple. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny how like, yeah, I think that's the bit I underestimated that would take a while. Yeah. Is the, um, how long it would take to understand each other's personalities. Yeah. And especially for you to understand my personality. So, mm-hmm. when you're writing a description for what the podcast is about, the first probably 20 episodes, I'd be looking at it going, no, 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 it's got to be like this. And why'd yeah. you use that word? And you'd be yeah. like, oh, but I thought, you know, this and that. Yeah. And then we'd be debating and then back and forth. Probably underestimated how long um, it, it should have taken. But it makes sense. Yeah. Because it's somebody's personality. 
yeah, or if it's not right, and like this goes for like clients and everything. If it's not, if your personality or branding's not right, you shouldn't put it out there. Yeah. Until it's right. So that's why, like, I had the patience for the back and forth. Like, yeah. it's worth it in the end to get it out the right way because there's yeah. nothing worse than like it's like cooking something and then like serving it burnt. Yeah, like, it would even no be point. like a word. Like, yeah. Jason, that's too cute. Yeah. I wouldn't say that. Exclamation marks. <laughs> that's where our personalities are different. We both have like a cool. Yes. Uh, like urban way of speaking yeah. but mine's more excited whereas yours is just like more direct it's finished yeah You're more business yeah. <laughs> yeah but I think that's because I've learned a lot from that too even how I like communicate with clients or like talk on my own social stuff I'm like mm, but maybe I actually shouldn't be as excited here tone it down a little bit which is like something that I didn't expect to learn yeah, yeah. I thought that was but cool. I like that I think that's cool I it's love like it. refined more than just the podcast it's gone further than that yeah, yeah. okay so Right. And the other thing was getting a system down, Pat. Like we, yeah. it was a little bit random at the start because it was so new. Um, probably took about 20 plus mm. episodes to really get the system down, Pat. Yeah. Well, there's no like guide, like this is how to podcast 101. <laughs> so yeah, it was gritty from like thinking of the idea to taking that to a concept, to production, to editing, to the final product, but then for that to then be needing to be edited but I think once we learnt, cool, these are the consistent issues. We yeah. addressed them like in a good amount of time and took the right action. Yeah. And that pretty much just came from you delegating. Like once you realise, okay, cool, these are the issues, this is what we should fix. You fix this, you fix that, we'll manage it this way. Yeah. So yeah. for anyone that wants to start a podcast, I mean, these are some of the things that we've learnt. Just to summarize what we're talking about, we're sharing with you guys what we've learned after 42 episodes. This is the 42nd episode, I think. Mm. And the second point um, is, yeah, like you got to get your system down pat. But I think it's also, it was important for me to actually do a lot of it at the start, which yeah. I did. So, you were helping obviously like bits and pieces, but I was cut, I was actually editing the video on GarageBand. Yeah. For probably the first 34 episodes, I yeah. think I did that. Yeah. But I think that was really good because... It, I just understood everything from the intro yeah. to the outro to the how to edit, you know, edit yeah. certain things, um, volume I think control. More, yeah, I think that's more, like, I think that's the better way to do it because you know what you're talking about. So, if there is an issue, you can either pick up on it and help fix it. Yeah. You're not just like a problem without a solution. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, be honest. A lot it, more valuable. It must have been really, and, and I'm, I'm completely happy for the honest feedback. I've signed and do not. How, you, you got an, you would have gotten annoyed at me, right? Because uh, I was yeah. pretty like anal. <laughs> yeah, but then like at the same time, it's kind of like I knew why, so I could totally emphasize. Yeah. It wasn't like it didn't get to a point where like, oh man, like I don't want to answer the phone or I don't want to talk to you. Like it's cool because I got <laughs> it. Um, but yeah, of course there was like testing times, but you would have felt the same on my end. But oh, it's great. Yeah, it's just teething problems. But my yeah. I, there was never a point where I was like, oh, this guy. <laughs> This guy sucks. This guy, what am I going to do? But it's also like, well, I think because we were both quite progressive in our thinking mm-hmm. with the like resolutions and that there was no problem left untouched for like days where it was like, I had an email from you and I'm like, mm, I'm not going to reply for two or three days. Yeah. Like we were on it straight away. And I think that is why this has become such a success is because yeah. like, yep, issues. There was never any like finger pointing, like this is wrong. You did that. It was all very like progressive and actionable like issues that were fixed quite quickly and yeah. easily. I think we're both quite humble about the feedback that we're giving to yeah. each other. Yeah, which is good. I, that's like the best way 
That's awesome. To do something like this, I think. <clears throat> um, all right, cool. So getting your system down, Pat. Now, part two. So other things that like the ongoing side of the podcast. So we talked about the setting up challenges. Mm-hmm. Now, ongoing, what have we learned? Wow. Let's talk about the interviews. Yeah, a lot. What have you uh, learned, mate? <laughs> wow. I've learned not to like overestimate yourself. To be like, yeah, I've got this. You've got to really be comfortable with yourself. And then you've also got to, once you're comfortable with yourself, you've got to make the other person feel comfortable. But that's actually something I've learned that you need to implement because I'm behind the scenes. So I need to be watching both to make sure everybody's happy and then get a message to you if they're not. So just learning in like the little one percenters. And like, you know, when you're setting up for like filming and things like that, when we do film the podcast, like paying attention to the background, not making sure there's like an ugly cord there or like a random piece of rubbish or the one little percent yeah. that, yeah, make it, like it just increases the production value. Yeah, I think, I think it was so easy to, and I did this heaps in the first few interviews, mm. just underestimating preparation. Yeah. And, and the thing is like you'll be recording on a camera if you're filming it, especially, mm. you'll be recording and then suddenly battery runs out yeah. and you're like, oh, my goodness. We I remember we were filming jo- Joel Brown, who's a, mm. a big-time Ameri- um, big dude. A lot of his audience are in America and Europe. Yeah. Um, and, you know, 140 million visits to a site in seven years. And um, the camera wasn't working because mm. it ran out of battery. Yeah. And we spent, like, 25 minutes fiddling around with it. Yeah. And then we went stuff this and used our iPhones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know... You're right, man. The preparation, especially around filming a podcast mm. um, and the audio equipment, having a backup, mm-hmm. always having yeah. a backup. And um, being aware this could be something better. So, we've upgraded our mics, which is... Oh, gosh. Can't even explain. And we didn't even know that we needed to upgrade them. We got these lapel mics for video interviews and then we end up using them for the podcasts just because they're so much clearer. There's no background noise. Yeah. There's no whistling. There's no like hissing. You, we could um, literally do a whole podcast on audio equipment yeah. alone. Yeah. I didn't what? even have that much audio knowledge, which Neither was the weirdest, I. the weirdest part. And now I feel like a fully qualified audio engineer. I feel like an audio engineer yeah. as well. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about, I want to talk, I want to talk more about the audio equipment because I think people want to know that. Mm. I get questions like that all the time. What audio equipment do you use? Blah, blah, blah. Um, let's talk about the interview techniques. So I had feedback early on. You know, Megan was saying to us, she said, I think you need to be more intentional with your interviews like you you can't just you're not joe rogan like you can't just sit there and smoke weed and talk for three hours about stuff you know you got to have some structure Mm. you got to have set questions you got to drive it and so i really took that on board and hopefully it's better now yeah um so be more intentional Mm -hmm. was the feedback oh and and i still do this and i was even doing it just then with you don't keep responding every time the interview we Mm is talking don't yep. keep going uh-huh, uh-huh, yep yep um yeah okay yeah. oh yeah which i keep doing and it's so tempting to jump in to try to save someone but mm-hmm. you've you got to keep silent yeah and wait yeah so let the silence do the talking and um don't waffle just be purposeful yeah i think that's the last one is the most important like don't waffle because yeah. you i listen to podcasts all the time and i always learn out when they waffle too much and yep. then i'll come back and i think i've missed something but i haven't really missed anything of value so it's like a waste of time or you'll do the 15 second forward did it yeah 100 percent. so yeah don't waffle and don't nervously laugh to fill in the gap mm. which in the past I, I had done which i try not to do anymore 
Yeah, but I also think like along the way we've like self media trained. Like I already had some media training before, and now it's like a lot more comfortable and natural. There's no like nervousness or awkwardness. You even I noticed when you did a filmed interview one time, the interviewee didn't really understand that you'd asked a question, and straight away you just swooped in. You picked up on that and just rolled with it and kept it going and turned it back into a question that they understood, which was like. The coolest thing. It's such an a uh, yeah. Thanks. It's such an amazing um, learning experience. Like, I just I, I I reckon I've become so much better mm. as a public speaker even just mm-hmm. because of podcasting. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's fantastic. Mm. Okay. So the other thing we learned um, going away from interview techniques is staying on brand. Yeah. Talk to me a bit about this. This is interesting. <clears throat> yeah, I feel like this is my this is my biggest lesson is because we. The way we thought of the podcast was called, this is our concept, we need a name, we need a brand. Do we like call it like anything to do with Alika or is it completely separate from Alika? Where's the yeah. connection? What will it be? How sustainable is it going to be? Yep. And, you know, we laid all the foundations, which I'm like, looking back on them, we're quite consistent with the original plan, which is like more than most brands can say almost a year in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then staying on brand. So originally we were like digital marketing. That was our... That's what Alika is, so that's what the podcast is. Mm. But as we went off to like little side alleys, we realized like that's not really working. That's kind of on brand, but we could actually refine that more to, you know, eight or nine months later, we've come to this really good place where it's digital marketing like as a hierarchical topic, mm. but now it's like success stories or ways to get leads, things that you can actually measure and take action with rather than just knowing, cool, you know, like in SEO you can do this and you should get on page one, like a loose information that no one, there's no value. It's almost like, and again, we're still figuring it out. It's mm. almost like digital marketing plus business success. Yeah. You could pretty much categorize it, you know, as mm. to what we talk about in those two phrases. Yeah. I think. And also everything we speak about is backed by successful stories or successful data that's related to Perth. It's yes. not, there's not like a Silicon Valley success story slipped in there or like maybe something from like India, like a little SEO trick. It's all local based stories, success mm. and experience, which is like most relevant to our listeners, which are in Perth because they know where they can come for more information. And that's a great point. Like if your podcast strategy is around lead generation, like you want to do a podcast to get leads, then you've got to be really focused on your like your specific audience. Like, yeah. for example, if your audience, if your target market is Perth, like your business comes from Perth, yeah. your customers are in Perth, then why would you focus on America or Europe or glo- a global audience? It takes so much effort to do that. So, I think we were pretty intentional from day one that we wanted to really focus on Perth, first yeah. and foremost. Yeah. And then eventually branch out, yes. Mm. Um, but that's been a big success. Yeah. And Definitely. people have been contacting us. Yeah. That's like, it didn't blow me away that it worked, but it's just nice to have the results to say, yes, this is a proof of concept. This is working. Like these yeah. little, we can refine these things over here, but as a concept, it's working. We've got leads in the door. We've got deals happening. Yeah, like yeah. legit. Which is like, you can't fake that. Like the deals are here. Yeah. 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 I'm just stoked yeah. at how well it's doing. Yeah. Um, so I find that, oh, you know, looking at the stats, the ones that do really well, aside from the interviews, especially when you've got like John Hughes, they obviously the big names are going to, pull people in but educational 
topics are always really good, like generic ones about customer service and stuff like that don't generally do that well. No. Whereas when you're talking about SEO changes, mm-hmm. right, what's coming up in SEO in, in 2018, those tend to do really well because mm-hmm. people actually want to learn. Yeah. So I found that those do well. Call to action is really important, yeah. which we didn't do at the start and I started to do more Yeah. because we've given so much good free content away. It's almost like we've built trust to be able to ask for things back, yeah. like, you know, contact us if you want to, yeah. you know. It's like the old, like, jab, jab, punch. Jab, yeah, j- yeah. Um, jab, jab, hook. Yeah, yeah, jab, jab, hook. Yeah. You know, give, 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 then ask. Yeah. So, we've exactly. been asking more. Yeah. And it's been working. Yeah. People don't seem to be offended that we're asking or, like, disinterested, which is good. Because we spent so many hours and so many dollars giving. Yeah. You know, it's only natural. Yeah. Um, be yourself is a big thing. Genuine. So, yeah. Man, like I just, you know, I think we've been pretty genuine. Like I don't try to hide stuff or pretend to be this persona. Yeah. yeah. And that's like, I think with like when I produce content, it's always that I have like genuine, honest, like values within it. Yeah. And then it's not offer value. So whether it's like a social media caption or it's a podcast or it's a video if I was watching this or reading this, what am I taking away from it that's worth something? No mm. one's going to watch a video from start to finish or listen to the podcast in its entirety if there's no like purposeful message, which goes back to the feedback that you got originally. So if we had an action that and it was less purposeful, we probably wouldn't be here at this like level. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. I don't think Beth is, is herself as well. She doesn't try yeah. to put, you know, be someone else yeah. or be overly corporate. Cool. So, we talked about staying on brand being really important. Another learning lesson is measuring success. So, you want to talk a bit about yeah. that one? Yeah. So, the looking back on it, it's always funny, like, retrospectively, you're like, oh, wow, like, three, four, five more listens last month, no, this month compared to last month. You know, it doesn't seem like a lot when you're looking at it, but now when you look back on it, you're like, wow, like, you can see the steady upward trend. Mm-hmm. So, appreciating incremental growth is what I've learned the most because you know, like on my own social media and stuff, like I know if I can, if I do something and I do it well, it's going to get a result pretty quickly. But starting from scratch is always something new. So appreciating incremental growth. And that's also taught me how in a new way to grow a channel rather than how I did it originally in like a newer way, which is of more value because, you know, what worked two, three years ago isn't necessarily going to work now. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been, it's been really organic, the growth yeah, and slow 100%. and steady approach, and um, yeah, and I'm in here. I'm in it. Like we're in it for the long game. Yeah, know, five, five years, ten years. Mm-hmm. Like I, I wasn't expecting anything within six months. I wasn't expecting much traction at all. Yeah, I know. Which I was fine with, which yeah. is good. And and every single Tuesday afternoon, we've been releasing it without fail for forty two weeks. Even during yeah. Christmas, where everyone was like, yeah, I know, getting drunk. Yeah. I was I, in my bedroom doing yeah. it by myself. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy to think that we haven't dropped. There hasn't been one week where it's been like yeah. a day late. Even when you, were sick, if you, when you were sick a couple of times, yeah. oh, I had gastro last week. Yeah. Still managed to We've pump still one done out. it, which is just like so consistency. not unheard of, but it's just like I think that's a testament to everyone's dedication to the project yeah. is that, yeah, we haven't done it not even a day late. It's always been like Tuesday, Tuesday afternoon before like three o'clock is the latest. Yep. It's always been out there. Yeah, no, that's been phenomenal. And I think it goes back to how important it is to be consistent. Yeah. So, I have talked to a lot of people. A lot of people have approached me about podcasting and they've said, 
want to do this, want to do that. Some of them have, have tried it and they do like one episode. Yeah. Others do like a series of five. Yeah. Uh, there's others that really excited about it, bought equipment but never start. There's mm. others that talk about it but never start. And I'm like, why? Why ever yeah. talk about it unless you're going to really do it? Mm. You know, you've got to, I reckon with podcasting, you have to put the time in. Otherwise, yeah. there's no point. I say to people, I, I would say to anyone that wants to do podcasting, like, don't do it unless you're willing to put in the same amount of effort or similar yeah. uh, that we have done. You don't have to have all the cameras. You don't have to have awesome equipment, label mics. You can do it on your phone and stuff. Mm. But the main thing is to be consistent and promote it consistently. Yeah. I don't think it's good enough just to have a podcast that you're not promoting on social media. No, you've got to amplify it. But um, in addition to like amplifying it, going back on what you just said a minute ago about people just giving up, I think, Mm. you know, because we didn't expect anything straight away, that's what kept us motivated. Like, yeah, yeah, cool. Like, if we don't actually want anything out of this. We're just trying to put the content out there. People that, you know, start a YouTube channel or something because they want to be a YouTuber or they want to be some kind of influencer, they're, like, expecting to have, like, you know, 100 views today, 500 tomorrow, a million subscribers the next month. So their expectations are too high, and when they don't see the results, their motivation, like, drops off because they're not getting anywhere. Yes, Says, and, and you know it because you have, what, 23,000? No, 20.3. 20. 20.3,000. Yeah. I'll have 23 tomorrow. So, Jack. for those that don't know, Jason's an influencer. He, I mean, he's yeah. done this himself personally. It's not just the Ask Alika podcast. So, Jason's got 20,000 plus followers on Instagram. He makes mm. money from his account. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a legit influencer. And, you know, it took you a while to grow it. Yeah. It wasn't overnight. Nope, not overnight. Hard, hard yakka. And a lot of like content refinement, figuring it out, like what people want to see, what, who, well, like what sort of percentage of my followers are interested in my life or like ongoing, like behind the scenes stuff or what percentage are more interested in like what I'm doing today or if like, yep, today was a great day, like selfie, cool. Like what sort of content offers people more value? What will they interact with? What's going to make me look better like on paper to a business? Because ultimately, that's what my Instagram is. It's, it's a side hustle that brings me some income to like do other stuff. Like obviously I love working here and that's my main income, but I'm not going anywhere, but that's yeah, great. it's good to have a side, side hustle. hustle. Yeah. And it's like from that experience, I brought that into this, which is like what I think has also helped it spin so smoothly. Oh no, I love it. Mm. I think side hustles are great. And this yeah. is even to me, even though I own a leaker, I part own a leaker like uh, with Bernard, this is a side hustle. It helps yeah. Alika, but it's also yeah, exactly. like a welcome distraction yeah. Yeah. that just so happens to feed the beast as well, yeah. which is a bonus, but it's a side hustle. Yeah. But I honestly think anyone could be an influencer. Like I hate when I go to events and things and people are like, oh, this is Jason, he's an influencer. I hate that. <laughs> I find it to be so like up myself in a way. And like it's stroking my ego one, like <laughs> at some stage it's stroking my ego, but another side it's kind of like awkward. Because, like, yeah. realistically, I'm no one. I'm the exact same as everybody else. Yeah. I just have, like, a little business that's, you know, very accessible. Yeah. So, people look at it in a very different way. Mm. But I think anyone can have it or anyone can do it. It just takes time. Like, I've had Instagram since 2012. Really? I remember I got it on Boxing Day. Wow. And the first post I ever did was about an espresso machine. If you want to go find it, you've got, like, 1,300 posts to go back on. And there's a lot of gold in there from Whoa. weird posts. How many posts to go? 1,300. I looked at the other day, I was like, 1,300 posts. Yeah. That's a it's, testament to yeah. the fact that it takes time. a lot of work and time. Yeah. 
the wow. time and the work and you've got to annoy a lot of people like mm. I don't get annoyed because I'm at work so like yeah cool let's do a podcast that's fine but like outside of that like people aren't getting paid to like help you curate some content so that's where you've got to team up with other like-minded people so it's all like oh collaboration mutually beneficial yeah and that brings us to the next learning thing which is not in our notes but I want to bring it up how important collaborations mm-hmm. are yeah with with any kind of social media thing you're doing whether it's podcasting or Instagram yeah. stuff I think collaborations man they're good eh? yeah keeps you relevant because if you're in my view if you're not collaborating with people you're not uh like relevant in this online influencer world does that make sense yeah yeah so you've got to you like connect with other people so they can all talk about you you can talk about them it's like backlinks Mm. and seo like it's all leading back here and it's out there and it's you know just it's a beast that's feeding itself. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Like, so, for example, the, the podcast we did with the LinkedIn celebrities, the, yep. the local LinkedIn celebrities, I mean, that was phenomenal for us. Yep. Plus the John Hughes interview, collabing with him. Yep. Um, Got some cool ones coming up. Yeah. Yeah. So, collabs, collabs. Collabs. Yeah. And they can be free. That's the thing. Like, some people don't understand, like, you can do a collaboration for free. Well, not like, by free, I mean, it's not going to cost you anything. You might, you might spend some time, but... Mm. You're not, you're not out of pocket. And yeah. it's, it's an investment, realistically, in yourself if that's what you want to get out of it. Oh, it's so worth it. Yeah. You just got to do it. I think all of us are just, we're all in the short game. You know, like I had a few instances this morning talking to some people and it just, it just struck me as, like I was just reminded today doing some business dealings, how short term, how short-sighted sometimes we are. Yeah. And like collabs, like it takes a while. Like it takes effort, it takes a while, but it's worth it. All right, so let's talk about upping our game, audio equipment. Gosh, I made so many mistakes with this. Hissing noises, people too soft, microphones. Unbalanced. Unbalanced. Yes. Oh, gosh. So YouTube's got a lot of reviews. What I'll say is that I ditched the mics that we used to use and now we're using these label mics, which are pretty awesome. Ditch the karaoke mics. Ditch the karaoke mics. (laughs) I think I, I chose the wrong mics. Like they're actually for live music. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't surprise me. Yeah, like a whole, use that? like a whole board to go with them. But you know what? Like that's it's because we were committed from the start. We wanted to do it properly with a good quality. Yeah. And we didn't even question these mics, though. If we look back at it, we never questioned their quality, their sound, nothing. It wasn't until we yeah. wanted to do a proper filmed interview without mics that I went and researched for these ones that we have now. Yeah. And then I was like, actually, we could use these. Like on the road, because they're so portable, they use batteries, they have an yeah. SD card. There's no reason we can't use them every time. And like the quality is just incredible. It's phenomenal. And the and feedback we have is yeah. just crazy. We didn't know people would even notice. Did the John Hughes interview with it, worked a charm. Yeah. 180 bucks per mic, I think. Yeah, so they're about. Cheapest chips. Yeah. Um, so I recommend them. We recommend a program called Orphonic. Mm-hmm. Uh, put that, we'll put that in the show notes. Orphonic, yeah. which... It, you pay a subscription, a small subscription for every month, 13, 15 bucks or whatever. And you can literally just chuck your, once you've recorded a file, chuck it through a phonic and it cleans it up for you. Yeah. And it increases or reduces the volume accordingly, levels out, out everything, um, removes hissing. Mm-hmm. Awesome. A lot of balance in there. Yep. Which is just crazy. Like I didn't trust it for a long time. Until, yeah. And I still, I trust it a lot more, but I still always check it just because you never know. You never know. Someone could have hacked it. Yep. And like inserts a whole lot of Kesha in there. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, what keeps us going? Good one. So, yeah. for me, it's fun. Yeah. Like, I really find it fun. Like, 
I just enjoy it. Like it's a bit of a side hustle, even though it's part of my business. It allows me to be creative. Mm. So I'm a creative, I believe. And I mean, you know, like we can do whatever we want with it. That's the cool thing. That's yeah. the exciting thing. Like if yeah. we decided tomorrow, let's do a podcast at a coffee shop and mm. talk about cars. I don't know why I said cars, but, <laughs> you know, we could do that. Yeah. Like, there's no one stopping us. Um, so that that's exciting. And we've done all sorts of weird and wonderful things. And I want to keep pushing the boundaries. So for me, number one is fun. I can be creative. Number two, great branding for Alika. So, and for me, my personal brand. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going to be in the ear of people like every week, I mean, geez, that, that's phenomenal branding. Um, I get to meet and get to know people, new people. So, you know, meeting John Hughes was awesome. Mm-hmm. Getting to know him through the pod was phenomenal. And even meeting people that are not as well known as him in the business space and then in the marketing space has been great. And you get to know people at a deeper level because yeah. you're sharing stories. And it's quite an intimate thing when you're interviewing someone mm-hmm. on a podcast. So, I've really enjoyed that. You know, people like Nicole Hunter and Dave Zaccaro, Arthur Ong, it's a bunch of people. Um, and the last thing is that every business is a media company. Gary Vee says this all the time and it's an ethos of mine as well. If you're in business these days and you want to do well, you want to get more work, then you've, you've got to see yourself as a media company um, with the internet. So, you've got to keep pushing your message out through, you know, the internet, through social channels and podcasting is an awesome way to do that because number one, even though a lot more people are doing it now, it's still like an underrated space, I believe, especially in Perth. Yeah. It's not that many good podcasts around. And, um, you know, what, what better way to get your message out there than to be in people's ears? And I'm thinking, I, I'm building this because I'm also building an asset, like a media asset. Yeah. So, as I build it, get more followers, people know more about it. Um, more people want to come onto it. So, I get people calling and emailing saying, I want to be on it and that gives me leverage, mm. right? business leverage. So, it's an asset that I'm building for myself and for Alika. So, yeah. What about you, bro? Yeah. Same for the like fun and creativity side. It's always nice to have a project without limitation realistically. So, we work together. We like curate it, uh, conceptualize and then produce it. There's no... The only like boundaries are what, you know, hurdles we might come across, but then we've always found a way to get it around them. Um, and then I guess aside from that, like going along with you, meeting these people, extending my own network and like meeting cool people that, you know, using that to also like get them in the door at Alika, it's always good to sell someone on your personality. Um, and then, yeah, just like creating like the additional brand for Alika. I love like branding work. So we've started that from scratch, watch that like baby grow up a little bit. And now it's just a matter of like refining it, ongoing with everything that's like fun. So, you know, going out of the office, bringing the camera, like let's do this, the ad hoc type of stuff. You know, it's not always great for a schedule, but, you know, <laughs> I like to live on the fly and do stuff that's a bit ad hoc. You think on the fly, you know, get it done in like a new way. Yeah, the yeah. spontaneity of it is, is kind of cool because it fosters that real creativity. Yeah. Obviously, we've got to be structured. I'm a little bit random sometimes, but... I think it's been, it's allowed us to be creative. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And then, yeah, even um, going back to like the creativity, Mm. you know, getting graphic designers to create cool graphics around these topics is another like creative outlet also for them because we have like the small brand limitations of Ask Alika with like, you know, colors, fonts, kind of like a space theme. But, you know, outside of that, they can do what they want. So it's also like a way to get their creative juices flowing. And I like, 
you know, passing that task off and getting it back and being like wowed because there's been 99 of like out of 100 times I've been impressed. There's not yeah. many things to like ever change. Yeah, likewise. Yeah. Brilliant, mate. Thanks so much for coming on. Anytime. So everybody, the man behind the man. The man. <laughs> The man behind the production, yeah, uh, who also happens to be a, a big time influencer in Perth with twenty thousand plus followers apparently. as well, apparently. Yeah. So they say. Huh. Um, thanks, Jason. No, it's been a pleasure, mate. Forty-two episodes, and we're just going to keep rocking it. We're going to yeah. keep going. We're going to keep pushing. And yeah. I hope everyone enjoys it. If you've got any ideas, if you've got any feedback, let us know. And business owners, get in touch. We yeah. will collab with you. Business owners for that want to want to be on, uh, let me know. Yeah. And um, look, thank you guys. Like mm. I say that in a very non-corny way. Just really appreciate the feedback. Really appreciate the support and all the listeners. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Keep listening, man. Yeah. Peace out. Cool.